This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome. I'm Jonathan Rose, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host Shay, and this is the Prove Yourself Right podcast Sunday Sermons Edition. And we bring you another message from Pastor Darius of the Change Church, and the title of today's sermon was Make It Make Sense. Make It Make Sense. And our unpacking is going to go something like this. If you want to know the passage he read from this morning, it was Exodus 16 and 31. And I want to open up this discussion by saying this. He doesn't give you what you'll finish with. He sends you what you will start with. And also, things that need to end don't always end themselves. Some things don't end until you end them. Come on. All right, y'all. I love the practical teaching styles of Pastor Darius, man. He's opened up my eyes and just gave me a different sense of accountability to myself. And the unpacking of this sermon this morning made me understand that some of the trials and tribulations and emotions we feel is because we prioritize what we say and what we want as law. Yeah. Not taking into account that God, God's favor, grace, and mercy over our lives will articulate and make things unfold differently than how we see. Mm-hmm. And at times, we can't honestly say that we respect that or we take accountability for that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, and along our prayer journeys, everybody's had their moment of where they pray for something and they deliberate, deliberately want it to happen like that. Yeah. And we feel that wholehearted. But at the end of the day, and it's always been understood that nothing's going to unfold in blessing form how we see it. Mm-hmm. But now the, the deeper unpacking, Pastor said this morning, have discernment to know when it's time for something to end. Yeah. So I had to stop praying like that. I was wondering why I was having such a tough time keeping my faith. Mm-hmm. Well, I keep articulating God out to be a liar mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told you at some points in time when I was in college, I would pray just like, man, I'm, I'm in storms. I'm in trials and tribulations. Lord, help me. And the next day, nothing changed. And I'm mad at God like I wanted a miracle to happen. Yeah. And not even understanding that miracles happen in different type ways. Sometimes it's process oriented, meaning it's going to take three days for you to get the full understanding of one thing, mm-hmm. but give yourself the three days. Don't mm-hmm. give it one day. And then all of a sudden shut down and regress. And yeah. I think that is how we looked at prayer and blessings flowing into our lives at some point in time when it doesn't happen instant or instantaneously or in the frameworks of how we see it. No, it's no longer going to happen. We, we, we shut it down. And that's not good faith. And today, Pastor was just breaking down things. And the, another unpacking I want to really deep deep dive into is this. One. He said, the increasing of your frustration and the decreasing of your toleration is an indication that it's time for an end. What do you think about that, babe? I think, first of all, I love everything you hit on. And before we go into what you just said, when you talked about prayer mm-hmm. and miracles, it was such... 
it's such a real truth and it really resonated with me as well because there are times where I pray for something like you said for it to pan out exact certain kind of way mm -hmm. you know and then it doesn't and I'm praying that like God let it happen I know you can I know you will I'm your child but that sort of prayer and it just exposes now you know being more spiritually mature mm -hmm. that had God actually made a miracle happen in those instances where he didn't it wouldn't have done anything it wouldn't have changed my behavior right. it wouldn't have necessarily made me better mm -hmm. and God knew that right like he knew where my heart was at the position of my heart and how a miracle in the wrong timing or in my time frame mm -hmm. wouldn't have made me a better person 100%. it wouldn't have brought me closer to him and I think that's what's so interesting that when we take a step back and just take accountability, like you always say, for who we were in those moments and what we really wanted at that time, it wasn't because we were going to praise God more mm -hmm. or because it was going to increase our faith. It was really to because we felt entitled to something we didn't deserve. And once we drop that entitlement, blessings and faith is easier to hold on to and, and see as prosperous in our sure. lives. When we hold on to that favor and that kind of uh what's the word for like that bias what you just said it. the entitlement the entitlement mm -hmm. when we have that entitlement we have told god that you have no choice but to give me this come on who, i deserve this who do we think we're talking to at times and mm -hmm. i had to learn that man i was doing wrong trying to pray myself into good mm -hmm. without doing the process oriented jonathan rose put your hands in there get your hands dirty to get you some good out your life Oh, no, I'm just going to pray and God going to do it. That's where we go wrong. And mm -hmm. just life paths adjust like that. When you start to look at God as somebody, some type of servant, some type of way maker that, that doesn't have, like I said, we are, we are of the world. Mm -hmm. Hardships are for everybody. If you think God's going to individualize you, you're going to forever wither in your faith. And mm -hmm. you're going to forever not think it works or not or find a way to not believe. And that's why I feel like non-believers come from. They, they prayed one time. It didn't work out how they wanted to. So they said, oh, this don't work at all. So I'm going I'm to continue to navigate my life how I want to navigate my life. And I finally left it in God's hands. And I started to see seasons make sense. Mm -hmm. I was like, Lord, why are you sending me all this adversity? I was realizing you only understand in adverse times. Uh, he was like, man, I sent you simple stuff and you blew it. He's like, I sent you your the stuff that we call, quote unquote, easy in life. I blew them because I was like, bro, it's too easy. Mm -hmm. It was so easy. Why you didn't accomplish it? Yeah. Why did Why did it become a deficit? Because I wanted to manipulate it how I wanted to see it, mm -hmm. and not use it for what it was for. And um, to give y'all a little unpacking, it's like relationships. Uh, I've been in different relationships, and some of them I messed up because I wanted it my way. I want to be able to do this X Y Z. Well, God was like, you know, that's gonna jeopardize your relationship, right? Is is what I want? I said, okay. Well, you just also said I jeopardized my relationship. Yeah. So now, when the relationship falls apart, I can't go back and pray to God like, why did you do this? I didn't do anything. I let you take your life into your hands like you wanted to. But one thing about humans, we ain't gonna never take accountability for the wrong. We'll take all the onus for the right, though. That's a that's a backwards life. Mm -hmm. You can't say you really believe in God only in good times. But God do some give you some mercy. He tried to save you and deflect you from something. He's like, man, I can't believe you, Lord. You saved me from getting my heart broke. How dare you? Mm -hmm. So you wanted to stay in that relationship until it, it crashed and burned. You don't want to get out of it early and, and, and save your heart a couple of them scars. You want your heart to be broken. Okay. So some of us need to understand the articulation that we do in our prayer life. For sure. And I think you hit on so much, you know, because God loves us and wants us to be 
the version that he always intended us to be, which is a better version of who we are today, mm -hmm. right? Like really believing that and knowing that is going to change how we speak to him and also going to change how we see the seasons that we're in. Sometimes he's wanting us to make the shifts that he knows is necessary because of the big blessings and rewards he has for us. Mm -hmm. But if we don't ever do that work, if we're never confronted with the fact that something needs to change or we need to refine something, then we're not going to be able to show up and handle the blessings that he has for us coming. Mm -hmm. And so that's the other part too, right? Like we think that if we're entitled, not, we don't need to make any difference. Mm -hmm. We don't need to be a different version of ourselves when we're entitled. And that's why being in that space isn't a space of growth. And so long as we're there, it's not a space where we can handle blessings. And it isn't a space where we're just where we're telling God, sorry, mm -hmm. that he can trust us. So that's the part, too, that we need to be so mindful of that it's not so much, you know, if I didn't get it, ask yourself why. Mm. What does God see in me that I'm not being honest with him about and with myself about? What about this miracle that I want is really just to make things easy so I don't have to make any changes and get uncomfortable? And man, I love that you just unpacked the two things that I want to talk about is miracles for one mm -hmm. and the entitlement thing. Mm -hmm. Because this morning pastor said this, the most valuable part of the miracle is the message the miracle sends to you. Come on. So many of us, and I don't want to put words in y'all's mouth, so I'm just going to use myself. I think the miracle was the best part. So say me making it through my surgery, I came out not gimping. I didn't, I didn't lose feeling in anything. I could still use all my limbs. I thought that was the miracle. Pastor un unpacked for me this morning that the message and the understanding of making it through what I made it through and how I'm, I'm supposed to navigate life from this instance mm -hmm. is what the miracle is really the value in it. 100%. Not just the uh, surgery going good. Yeah, that's woohoo. That's cool. Now, how you show up from here on out and how you pull on courage, my strength, my mental endurance, my mental fortitude. Mm -hmm. That's what the miracle really sends you to actually apply to the test that life gonna throw at you. We just so happy that we survived that we missed the whole unpacking of how we're supposed to move going forward. And when you have discernment, you can kind of figure that stuff out because me going back to football, who would go back to something that caused them so much pain? Yeah, People would think. But what I had understood is once I made it to a certain point in my health and I said, okay, do I have what it takes to endure again? So how do I figure that out? I go through physical therapy. Let me see if this is too much. I know the game going to be too much. God gave me processes to work out. I just didn't take it into my ego and say, no, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Knowing I got a little funny feeling on this side. No, I'm ready. Let's go on back out there. That's what we self-destruct yeah. where we just unpacked about this whole understanding. If we asking God for blessings, how we going to make the blessing happen? Are we God? No, we're not. So that means we have to let the process that God has laid out for us work out. So what I did, I took it step by step and I prayed and I said, okay, Lord, if it's for me, let me get a contract. Guess what happened? The contract happened. Come on. Okay. So, well, let me go on and prepare it. Let me get ready. God let all the steps unfold and all I had to do was walk it out. I didn't go and do anything what I, what I call self-deflecting. Mm -hmm. Everything that was supposed to happen, happened. Mm -hmm. I asked and received. If I was denied, I, I took that denial and I, I let that detour take me where it was supposed to take me and say, no, I'm staying on this track. Oh, they're yeah. going to say no. Uh, that's how we mess up. So my whole unpacking for this is the accountability of self to know, like um, Pastor said today, things that needed to end. I knew when it needed to come to an end, but I didn't allow my ego to tell me, no, you got a little bit more in me. That's the devil. Yeah. And what Pastor un unpacked today, there are storms that are sent in twos. 
It's a storm that's sent from God to get you on a track that's going to be purposeful for you. It's a storm that's sent by the devil to keep you in confusion and distraction. But mm -hmm. you must be discerning to know which one is which. And you also got to know everything that you want ain't always what you need. So chasing your wants will also put you in deficits. A thousand percent. And another thing, too, I have to talk about when we talk about the surgery is it's like you said, you know, the miracle is sent because of the message it tells us. Mm -hmm. And there's so many, there's such depth when God is working something for our good. So not only was it the process that you went through for the surgery and how the surgery was foundation of us coming together mm -hmm. and building the foundation of our relationship. And not only was it professionals, people who went, you know, medical professionals saying that you couldn't play 100%. again, that they wouldn't advise that you play again. But because God was like, that's not what God had in store for you. You mm -hmm. did play again. So it's so much more layers to it. And then the same doctor who said not to play was the same doctor who said, that's some of my best work. Andrea, I'm at the level three. I might not have been able to or supposed to have the surgery and play multiple years. Maybe God wanted me to just show back up that one year just to let it be evident. Sometimes, like I said, what I wanted, I wanted 12 more years. Come on. But God was saying, I just showed you that you were, you were able to endure. Now let's surpass and let's go do more within life, outside of this realm. Ooh. I wanted to stay in that realm. I was like, no, Lord, give me 12 more. He was like, no, I just let you come back. Now, can you give me the grace of going to live more of your life, un unpack more of your life journey besides the football part? Can you go and do that part? Since I gave you a little bit of what you want, I showed you the miracle. Do you believe it? Or do you still think, okay, Lord, now that, now that you gave me that, now I'm going to go get more of what I want come and on. less of what you have in store for me. And that's the realest part, right? Like it's the depth. Like God doesn't waste any moment or anything. Like surgery, then came the pandemic. Then we finished your degree. Like there's right. just so much depth to it that if you focus on just the fact that you got through the surgery, you miss the whole point. You miss his work. You miss the ability to marvel at how great he is and how much he's able to get you through just about anything. Mm -hmm. And we're going to throw it around with this last one because this is a great one. Pastor Darius hit us with a question this morning. He said, do you know the difference between a season of endurance to a season of an exit? Ooh. That's basically what, you, what we just unpacked. Yeah. 2021 was my season of endurance. 2022 was my season of an exit. Just going to be real. I didn't get picked back up. I'm not upset in the now because I understand what I grossed in abundance that I would not have been able to do if I would have got picked up. So Y'all stay with me. Me and Shannon wouldn't be able to get our relationship to the point that it's at now because what I needed was more downtime. I needed to invest in this. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to get my degree and get my permanent residency in a timely fashion of when it was appropriate. I needed it in the now. And me and Shana know how, how blessed we are in the now because we have it. But if I wouldn't have got in this time frame, who knows where I would be. Come on. That's where I'm glad God took it into his his grace, favor, and mercy, and not my own. Mm -hmm. I'm glad John, because if it would have been John the Rose way, I'd still be 12 years in. Cool. Probably not even have Shana, because yeah. I'm still getting to chase my dream. Just a little uh, side note, Tom Brady. I don't want to talk about the man in life, but bro, say he didn't play that one last year, does he still get divorced? Y'all unpack that on your own. But going back to my, my part of it. Mm -hmm. So you got to know when it's time to endure and when it's time to make an exit. Yeah. I felt like, personally, Jonathan Rose felt like, and this is a lot for me to say, so y'all just stay with me. I felt like my endurance season in football was done. I felt it. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I denied it till I, I turned blue in the face. I can still do this. All right. I sat down one day. I was like, listen, my fingers hurt. My back hurt. 
I think I got a turf toe and I ain't ran on turf in three years. Just call a spade a spade, Rose, because it's okay. Yeah. But what, and that's why I'm an advocate for athlete mental health. When we can't do something, we take it as a ego blow. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm less than of a man now. No, I'm just surpassed football. <laughs> that's, hey, hey, baby, I said something there. I ain't less of a man. I just don't surpass football. Come on. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it was a big part of my identity, but now my identity has pivoted. Can I go and build the same status that the football portion of Jonathan has into whatever my new field and my new unpackings are? Can I give it the same justification and grace and attention as I did football? And guys right now got me in a pivot, and I am doing great. I'm getting abundance of blessings, but I ain't going to lie. They they didn't come in the times where I wanted it because I, I had that selective mindset. And once I stopped selecting it myself and allowing what God put on my plate, I just handled, that's when the blessings became abundant. And the unpacking in that is you will deflect your life, not God. At all. And I think we have to be honest about leaning on him, you know? And like you said, like the years of not getting picked up was a year of God really stripping away the thing that he felt like was getting in between your relationship with him. Right. And he was like, so long as you're doing this, you're not as locked in as I know, mm. as I need you to be for the blessings that I have in store for you and Shana. For the things that I want to do in your life, the places I want to take both of you together, the impact that I know you're going to leave on this world, it's not going to be possible if I don't give you this season to strip you down to things that you think are important because you don't see the value that I bring to you. You don't know that just me and you having a great relationship is enough. So I got to show you that you got nothing else but me and Shayna locked in with you. You got more than enough. Amen. And I think that's what God's trying to show us that, like you said, what we start with is not what he's going to end us with. Mm. He's giving us enough to grind. He never lets us go without exactly what we need in that season. And we got to be honest about, God, why am I in this place? What about me do I need to change and adjust? Help me do that. And if I need to come back to you each day to get enough to make it through that day, I'm going to do that. I'm not going to rely on my own thoughts and what I think I need and deserve. I'm going to seek you first and focus on you and know that everything else is going to pan out exactly how it's supposed to. Amen. And I hope y'all enjoyed listening to this. And I want to leave y'all with this. God told, well, God gives us the understanding in which I see him as, as life is what you make it. So the last thing Shana talked about, in which Pastor talked about in the sermon this morning, he doesn't give you what you'll finish with. He sends you what you will start with. Basically telling you what you start with, you will finish with whatever you want it to be if you do the work for it. Come on. Because God won't ever let you not have what you're supposed to have. Mm -hmm. You just got to have an understanding that it might not look like you want it to look. It's what you want. It just don't look like you want it to look. Mm -hmm. Is that Okay. Because if it's not, you don't, that means you don't want what you say you actually want. So that's a lot of unpacking. And I want y'all to just take that time to yourself. Rewind that back. Listen to it again. Punt it around in your head and unpack it. I'm Jay Rose and that was Shana. And this is the Prove Yourself Right Podcast. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. But you will always have to prove everything to, to yourself. yourself. God bless. God bless.